Perch, our post-game show here on the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Cheers to Tussell here with Derek Montia, the one and only Frank Sanders. Johnny Venerable will be joining us shortly from Chicago. Hopefully he's still bundled up and can feel his fingers when we when we get to him. <laughs> Johnny Frank needed to sit in your seat, by the way. So just to let you know, you might not be giving it up. But 33-22 Cardinals, the final in Chicago. The Cardinals are undefeated 7-0 and on the road this season. And the Bears were who we thought they were. The Cardinals were able to. It might have been a little closer than I would have liked at some times, but I never felt like the Cardinals, uh, you know, didn't have control of this game. Yeah, they looked exactly like the team that we thought they were. But what's more important is that our team was the team we thought they were. We thought they were better offensively. We thought they'd be better defensively as well. Um, we thought our coaching staff was much better and, and superior in a lot of areas. And Cliff came out with a great game plan. Um, fortunately, on our side, our defense showed up and played extremely well, whereas every time they got a pick or interception or a sack, we made something happen. And it was a great win for the Arizona Cardinals. Look, it's not easy to go on the road and win in a cold, cold area. Right. But the birds came out. They seemed like they handled it very well and, and came away with the dub. The Cardinals have played outstanding complimentary football all year long. And I feel like that's something that gets overused a lot in sports uh, and a lot in football, but they've been, there's two things that I've noticed about this team when they tend to make an, a mistake, the whatever unit is on the field next always seems to make up for it. And anytime the defense comes up with a, a you know, a turnover, it seems like the offense capitalizes on it. And that's those, that's two qualities of a team that, are outstanding yeah, to watch. It's you know it's funny because like that's uh it's two points to that. The talent level is one, but what what is more important is the leadership. Is that they understand the moment, they understand the assignment and then they go out and with the intent to do their job, they do it extremely well enough where it's not why'd you put me in that position or why'd you do that? And it's not finger pointing. It's okay, time to time to rally 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 the guys and get a stop or make something happen where we can overcome what just happened to our defense. And you can see that, and it looks like really good complimentary football. Yeah, and, and the defense made the offense's day easy today. Yeah. They gave them uh, turnovers in the red zone. They gave them turnovers on their side of the field. So uh, the offense didn't have to do very much, but they did uh, They did score on the majority, I think almost all of those turnovers, right? Yeah. So, again, it's it's that complimentary uh, to each other. Uh, if if the offense isn't doing their part on their side, then all that hard work that the defense is doing, you know, it, it slowly erodes, right? Yeah. But the offense was able to capitalize, and and uh, yeah, the Cardinals pulled out a nice win. All right, let's take a look at what you guys are saying in the chat. Uh, Jacob saying our run D is still very concerning yes. and my eyes are bad. So <laughs> we're trying to read the rest of this. What if we were playing in the playoffs and we're struggling getting points on the board. We're barely going to get the ball, too, because the opposing offense is eating the clock. Here's the thing, though. The the Bears basically ate the clock for the Cardinals, I feel like, in this situation. they had a, Their time of possession was far greater than the Cardinals. But the Cardinals just – that's just how the game kind of went. The Cardinals were just a more efficient team and didn't have to be out there longer, which honestly was probably pretty good for Kyler Murray. Yeah, uh, in his first game back, he missed the last few games and hadn't played a game since the end of October. So it was probably a good thing for, for the offense, to be honest with you. And Frank, you've mentioned this before, kind of the bend don't bring, so, something's got to give. Well, we knew that they were going to, that Chicago was going to run the ball, right? All yeah. they did was run the ball. And so, yeah, you're going to, you know, you're you're going to give up some yards. Uh, you know, they, they gave up a couple rushing touchdowns. But at the end of the day, they were able to keep them at bay enough to win the game. You have to look at the type of defense that we have. And our defense is it's really not built with the intent, probably at the beginning of the year with the names that we had and Phillips and the guys that was in, that was supposed to be in the inside and J.J. there. We had an opportunity where we could stop some of the running games because they had big bodies that we can move around. But as the season has progressed, you can see that our actual secondary, the, the back seven, I'm going to say back seven is more has been the most dominant part of our, our game mm -hmm. with the turnovers that they're, that, that they're able to get. But when you look at our, our fronts, our front four, and, our, and the next two guys are Hicks, you look at that Simmons, who's not a real run stopper, but he's more of a coverage guy. And, and he's 
and he's playing his position well. Hicks has all the tackles on our defense for the most part. He's leading our team in tackles, probably NFL and, and defense in tackles in itself. But our defensive line is really with one intent. It is to put pressure on the quarterback, stop the run on the way to the pass, and that is what you know, Marcus Goldman is known for. That is what Chandler Jones is known for, and they do that extremely well. The bend-don't-break mentality is there. Some teams will get running yards, but when, it, when we get into that red zone area, or that 40-yard area where you still have to throw the ball, that's when our back six or our back seven becomes more important. And so that's sometimes – I'm not really worried about our running game because most teams will not just run down your throat. The team that had the, the opportunity just to be a complete run the ball down your throat team was t- the Titans, and we just stopped, we just dismantled that team when we first played them at the first game of the season. And everyone else right now has quarterbacks that just has to throw the ball. So it works in our favor because that's that's the system that's in play right now. I'm not really worried about the running game because our defense finds a way and Vance Joseph finds a way to make a play call that puts our defense in a good position and then end up making a stop. The defense played so well today. We It was a toss-up. We kind of wanted to give Kyler Murray our MVP award here on the show, which is the DraftKings Sportsbook app, King of the Game, but ultimately decided it had to go to a defender and Jacob saying – Uh, Byron Murphy, my God, that dude is a killer. And we agree because Byron Murphy is our king of the game. He had one interception, six total tackles and accounted for half a sack. And, uh, you know, he was one of four players that had an interception today and set the tone on defense. But Byron was one of those guys that was kind of, uh, you know, in on every play. uh, Was super efficient and just one guy that kind of caught our eye. But uh, Listen, we could have given it to several different players. Absolutely. I mean, it was just um, defensively, they played absolutely fabulous. Yeah. And they took advantage of every opportunity that was <laughs> that was basically handed to them. You didn't think Andy was going to play that bad. Of course, we look back and look at the picks. One was a, the first one. I can say, yeah, maybe Andy, because it was behind the receiver. The second one, the tight end had the ball. He fought, As he was falling, he doesn't have full control. He gives it up. Buda Baker's the man on the spot. The next, you know, and the next, and you just see how, the consistency of the next interceptions take place. Guys in the right spot at the right place at the right time. And which I'm surprised as a, I'm just going to say this as a receiver, our DB's got some great goddamn hands. Yeah. Normally DB's just <laughs> drop balls all day long. And you guys know I'm telling the truth. They they got good hands um, for our defensive backs. And that's something that is uh, pretty special to watch because they're not missing the opportunities and they're taking advantage of every opportunity given to them. You know, the other thing I really liked was the fact that they had that penalty. They were, uh, you know, uh, they were punting the ball. Gardick gets that penalty. They get the ball back. They immediately intercept it. Like the defense didn't back down for a second. They didn't feel sad or sorry about it. They just immediately come back and get the ball right back like they were going to anyway. And I think it's things like that that really impressed me uh, because – those can be turning points in a game. And and to be honest, when you look at this end score, this uh, the end score, I feel, is a lot closer than this game felt watching it, you know. But yeah. uh, the defense really was the the turning – what was the big key in this game, right? The fact that Kyler Murray uh, had, a, had a couple of issues with the ball, handling the ball, things like that. The fact that they were just able to give the offense the ball in, you know, in – so close to the to the end zone already just made their day so much easier you know it it was a it was a great performance well to go along with our DraftKings sportsbook app king of the game uh if you download the DraftKings sportsbook app now use the code phnx uh bet a dollar on any team to score in a game if they do you're going to get 100 dollars in free bets but as always, it's 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. All right. Well, we've talked a ton about the defense already, and we could continue to talk about the defense. But Saul's mad we're not drinking, by the way. What's um, all? <clears throat> uh, Frank is always drinking. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a celebration, man. I mean, all we do is get a great opportunity. Saul, I'm definitely – I got one for you and for the Arizona Cardinals. We're getting travel, DraftKings, sports bag, some Coke, and uh, – actually, it's Hennessy and Coke. <laughs> Hennessy <laughs> and Coke. That's how you celebrate. That's how you celebrate. That's how you celebrate. <laughs> mm. It's pretty awesome. Dang, Frank. I don't play no games, girl. <laughs> no, I don't play no games when it comes to that. Celebrating a win. It's the 10th win. You got to you gotta go big. Unopened whiskey on the shelf behind Send It Speedo Jackson. Where? 
Oh, there's some Glenn Levin right there. Absolutely right. <laughs> Bottle of Glenn Levin sitting right in the back. I know. I, I can't. Know. See, I am literally the worst day drinker of all time. I'll have like two sips of alcohol when the sun's out and I'll take a nap. Do I need to maneuver my cup and turn this into an opportunity right here? I just happen to have an extra cup in there. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, because I'll be a, I'll be sleeping by the time we are finishing mm-hmm. the show. Like there, it's it puts me to sleep for some reason. There it is. Oh, that's a sweet. Who's is this Saul's bottle? Saul, you told us to drink. We're gonna open your yeah, bottle now, I buddy. Mean, I don't know if we should open it right here. He's watching right now, so we should crack this Founders Reserve. <laughs> I'm going. We go. We go. If you say yes, Saul, we cracking it. Just Timothy it says Hennessy is classy AF. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the heck this is. That is a, that is. Is it some expensive? It's delicious. Is it expensive? You ready? Saul would understand, yeah. Peter says, if we open up this I'm, bottle. I'm with Peter. Um, I don't know what this is, but um, if Saul gives us the okay, then I'll have some of this. So, Saul, we're just waiting on you. (laughs) At this point, Saul, it's on you, okay? It's on you. Oh, my goodness. Too good. (laughs) Cardo's got to win. It's all exciting. Um, You can't. Look, this this is a special moment and a special team. You know, we talk about so many things that are happening offensively, defensively. Just go back. Let's just back up a little bit. A week go back a week or two weeks before. We had like our starters were not were not was not healthy. The bye week came at a absolutely at a perfect time to get guys healthy. We got all our guys on the field right now, and, and we look like we can literally go any place and dominate. And as a fan, as a as a former player, I just I, I marvel at this level of talent. I'll back up to something I said last week, and you you checked me on it, Cheerson, which was I thought my team in 1997 was better than this team, mm-hmm. and I literally was dri- I was on the I-10 driving one day, and I said I said something like stupid one day on the radio. <laughs> I was on, a, on air with Cheerson. I was like, and I heard Cheerson like, "Come on, Frank, are you for real, Frank? Like I heard you say it." And I was like, I had to check myself at the door because this team is 100. Wait, you were lower. driving and you could hear driving, me in your yes. in your headset. Come yes. on, Frank. Yes, <laughs> little Tristan on his look, shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> it's just because our team is so good. You're and, fine, Frank. <laughs> and but you know, you always kind of replay what we're talking about just to make sure. And you're absolutely right. This is a really, really good team. You guys have every right to be proud of what the Cardinals are doing here at PHNX. We try to give you. Inside coverage, bring you guys information and knowledge to stuff that's just, you know, that maybe that's behind closed doors. But in reality, as a former player, I'm watching these guys and I'm like, this is a really well put together team. And we see it week in and week out, um, just watch them go out and play. And that complimentary football or having the level of talent we have, the things that these guys are able to do. And Cliff, just the growth of him and our coaching staff, the oneness of our coaching staff is special. You just don't get you don't get that a lot. And I've you know I've nine years in the NFL. I can tell you how many times there was an offensive side and a defensive side, and there wasn't a bend on break. We came back and you could see a look on our defensive guys' faces when the interceptions were that happened and things that were not good. I'm gonna get this little this little segue, but I'm it's just it's really good to watch. I'm really proud of the Arizona Cardinals. I'm proud of our team. Proud of the people how how we're supporting them and the things that are taking place and. You got you really deserve it, Arizona, because there was years we talked about this earlier that yeah. we were they yeah, were blackout games yeah. because we were just we weren't there. I watch I watch more Titans games one year than I did any Cardinals. And game. it's just it's just pretty special. It's so. crazy to think about that you know, now. Ch- yeah, yeah, it is. It's a it's a good situation. So is is this. your assessment though of this team that that's that's why they're so good right now is they're just hitting in all ways like defensively, offensively, everything's just kind of. Well, they, they're all on one message right now, one sound. It seems like you know we talked about that when I say. Um, when we had Christian Kirk on the, on 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 the line on the air one day, and he said the standard is the standard, and it seems like they're trying to keep reaching for another standard, yeah. and whatever it is, they're all together in it, and it's not like offense on one side, defense on the other side. It's like these guys are together, and that to me is 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 a special moment to be watching because you know we we got to the Super Bowl one time, and that group seemed like a a really good group of guys. Right now, we're watching it again. And that's something like you got to take advantage of these moments because it doesn't always happen. Next year, there's contractual contract situations, and these guys look like they play with all the talent they have. They don't have any egos. Yeah, that's even more special. I know yeah. Tristan always says she don't like divas, I'm so and big I can on tell that. you right now, we don't have divas <laughs> on our team. We have players that are performing, not just players. 
but we have players that are performing and doing their job. That's that's more important. Yeah. So I was going to say that it seems like everybody kind of just understands that they have a role on this team and what their role yes. is and how it fits together for the greater good. And and everybody is definitely on the same page. I don't know how hard it is to to get a team like that when you've got a mixture of young guys and you know, superstar athletes as well, like a, like a guy in DeAndre Hopkins, where everybody's selfless and everybody's on the same page. It's hard. It's special. It's hard. It's hard to keep guys like it's, it's hard to keep guys coming to work. It's hard to keep guys focused and believing that what we're doing is working. It's hard to get a guy to say, you know what, D-Hop might catch five balls a day, but A.J. Green is still on the other side running his route just as hard. Yeah, That's what you're watching in the film. And we talked about J.J. and how important J.J. was to this team was because you had a guy who had tenure and time in the NFL, and then he was playing nose. He was playing defensive tackle. He's always been a defensive end, but now he's playing defensive tackle because we have our tackles were hurt. Our interior line was hurt, so he would be on the outside. Then they put Chandler on the outside of him, or they'll put Marcus on the outside of him. He's doing selfless stuff. And when you see your veterans and the guys that are getting paid do selfless stuff, guys you know that are pro bowlers with names, yeah. it just transitions into the fact that who am I? I need to be more selfless, sure. and then that way we become a better team, and that's what it seems like on this on the staff. And it feels like D Hop was a catalyst, right? Because when he came to this team, all of a sudden he started like recruiting for this. That's team. a good point. That's how the that's JJ really Watt point. thing happened. That's how like other players came here, and I mean, it felt like he wasn't just someone that came to the Cardinals. He was someone that came to the Cardinals and wanted to change this team and be yeah. a big part of of the reason why this team changed, and, and he has been. It's a good call. Well, when it comes to this game, I think, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray, we all assumed that they were going to be back. But, hey, we had assumed that in weeks prior and it didn't happen. So it was great to see both of those guys back yeah, on the field. And, sure. uh, you know, with the way it started, Kyler allowing the ball to slip out of his hands <laughs> right because away. it was so wet. And yeah. I was like the first play. <laughs> right. And we were like, I was kind of like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be an interesting, uh, an interesting game. But he capped it off with an incredible touchdown pass to DeAndre Hopkins, who had in incredible separation to be able to catch that yeah. ball um uh, but it was just like oh thank goodness it just uh it was probably you know one of kyler if not the best uh pass of the game for him and uh it, it, it's great to see them back and uh you know just be able to know that they're they're healthy and you know we're hopefully going to have them the rest of the season and it didn't take long for them to connect like that right like, it was like Things wow they're be. just right back up to making you know highlight plays the first week that they return so i mean at this point it feels like you want them in there you you want to just try to make sure everybody stays healthy as much as possible between now and and the playoffs right but yep. you know uh -huh. you, you did want to get hop and and kyler murray back so that they could get this time in and did we get an approval here? I don't think just... so. So Peter Peter says, so Saul's really going to talk about celebratory drinks, and then when we want to pop bottles, this man leaves the messages on read, quote, read. Yeah. Frank, come get your man. Yeah. So Frank's taking things into his own hands. He is, how do you say it, Glenn? What, how do you say it? Glenn the, Levin. Glenn Levin? Yeah. Uh, so not Levitt. Yep, Glenn Levitt. Oh, Glenn Levitt. Okay. Uh, Frank's taking things into his own hands, and... Derek just went up, I'm assuming, to get another cup so that we can drink some of this. So what is, what, what is this? It's whiskey? This is a scotch. Scott, oh, scotch crud muffin. <laughs> <laughs> you might need a splash a of something. scotch? Yeah, Ooh. scotch is good. Oh. We're going to get that one time right there. Just a good pour right there. Oh, we'll my goodness. We'll put it back and then we'll figure it out. Cheers, Cardinals. We have a segment later on. We have a segment later on <laughs> yeah. called Cheers to You, but for now, uh, we're just going to cheers to a Cardinals win. Cheers to go. you guys cheers in the chat. Guys. Thank uh, you for encouraging you. us to drink Scott, Low which I hate. All right. Cheers to Saul. <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay, it's, it's actually not bad at all. Yeah, that's... This is scotch? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what happens when it's good scotch. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. I, I wish I had some ice cubes in it, but... We'll make, we, we got an, we got oh we got an Elon Musk super chat. What up, Elon? Elon what's Musk, up, what's up? Drink, up. drink up, boys. Got to get used to winning. Yes. 
I'm going yes. to assume that boys is a gender gender neutral term gender here. Like <laughs> <laughs> but I'll I'll drink to it anyway. That's yeah. really good scotch, man. I can't That's believe really I never good. thought really I would good. ever drink scotch and say that was good. Nice. There is a first time for everything, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get you away from those bonus chicken nuggets any day now. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we mentioned the turnovers by the defense leading to points for the offense. So Jalen Thompson setting the tone with an interception on the opening drive, which led to that Hopkins touchdown we just mentioned. Buda Baker with an interception that led to a Kyler Murray rushing touchdown, his first of the day. Byron Murphy interception leading to a Matt Prater field goal. And then Zach Allen, which was one of my favorite plays of the game. I think somebody mentioned it was almost a thick six in the chat, which I love. That would have been amazing if it was. <laughs> a thick six. Well, yeah, if you can find who said that, we'd like to give them credit because that's, oh, hilarious. that's hilarious. We're not going back down. It's low tone Capone. Low tone Capone. Thank you for that. Ten yards away from a thick six. <laughs> but it eventually led to Kyler Murray's second rushing touchdown of the day. Uh, Kyler Murray with... Uh, Okay. Oh my lord, Peter! <laughs> That's a big time super chat. Thank you. Peter. I feel you, bad, Peter. Saul. Get you a new bottle nah, after you're okay, this. Buddy. Now we're drinking <laughs> the whole bottle. Yeah, yeah. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to leave some, but that ain't happening now. Uh, so, anyways, uh, that Zach Allen interception leading to Kyler Murray's second rushing touchdown of the day. Kyler had two in the air, two on the ground. A, a fantastic performance. Um, so, these were all potentially uh, turning points in the game. But let's go to Frank's turning point. Frank, what was your turning point Look, in this game? You always kind of the way we started the game off. Um, I thought the first two picks were something that was pretty special because it changed. It gave us the momentum immediately in a hostile environment um, with the weather being cold. But the two interceptions were pretty special. But I'm definitely my my turning point of the game was when James James Conner reached out with the one hand catch, the one hand grab. It looked like Kyler was just throwing uh, a little a little flare out to the right side, but it was a little bit high. He reached out and caught it one hand defender right there, but he gave him just enough. Just to make a miss, and then it was a then it was off to the races, and he ended up scoring a touchdown, and that to me put the Cardinals up twenty one. I think it was twenty one zip at the time. Then then they came back and scored twenty one seven. But that to me was something that was pretty special. We already had two touchdowns um, from that stand earlier, and off two interceptions. But JC had a great game. He came out exactly how Jay, Johnny Johnny had talked about that it was going to be a physical game. Mm-hmm. It was going to be pretty much a running, a, us trying to dominate the offensive line. Unfortunately. Our defense just – they kept giving us the ball back in yeah. such great field position that it didn't require us to be a physical team as much as, as the Bears tried to be as they were running Montgomery. But me, J.C. is my turning point in the game because it gave us 21 points before we got into the half, and I thought it was pretty Do special. you know how many touchdowns James Conner has had this season? I think that's number 14. 14, 14, which is a career high for him. Wow. He previously had 13 during his Pro Bowl season back in 2018. Mm. And he honestly is on pace to potentially get the franchise record. Um, this is so sad that his name is escaping me. Um, David he, Johnson? he got sent to purgatory. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> Houston purgatory. <laughs> David Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> David Johnson has the franchise record with 20 wow. rushing touchdowns. Wow, that's pretty special. That was a special year for David when he and what he was doing. Um, or touchdowns total. So I, I'll mind. be honest about this here. I didn't think James was going. I didn't think he was going to work out. I really didn't, because really? he had he had, had he'd been injury prone over in P, mm-hmm. over in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and he hadn't really finished a great season. It just didn't like he was going to be a perfect fit for us because we had got rid of Kenyon Drake, and I thought, well, we got rid of Kenyon Drake, we just brought another guy who's agile, big, but can also run between the tackles and had hands. Yeah, and I didn't think we, you know we got rid of Drake for whatever reason, but then we get him who had already had injury situation, and I thought I really honestly didn't think he was, but he had him and when Chase was healthy was just like that would have been a hell of a duo to watch yeah. over the last couple of weeks if Chase hadn't gotten hurt. But Benjamin stepped in and looks absolutely just as just as good as Chase would have. Kay and Drake, as you would put it, was boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's good usage this- of it. Good usage. <laughs> Proper usage. You nailed it. <laughs> so James Conner 
I felt was going to be an upgrade, but I had no idea it would be this much of an upgrade. <laughs> I definitely didn't think they would utilize them like that, right? Like, I, I, everything Frank said was true. Well, I really got Frank. You got him. You got him on that one. <laughs> I thought he would just be kind of like a TD vulture for, for Chase, and I thought he was going to get a lot of goal line touches like he's gotten. But, man, they've really found ways to utilize him, and that's oh. what's been the most impressive is the run game, everything else. You all right over there? All right, good. <laughs> I've never heard it put back. <laughs> no one's ever given it back to me. I, I straight looked you in the eye for a minute. did it now. I was like, as you would put it. As you would put it. That would be like if I said, that was crud muffin, but I was like, man, that was good. Absolutely fabulous. Oh, uh, Peter well with uh, Cheerson is loose. Yeah, two sips of this Glen Lovett has, has got amazing. me pretty loose. Yeah. Let's go to tell you guys a little bit more about the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and then I believe Johnny is ready for us from Chicago. So uh, before we move on, a little more about the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you download it, bet a dollar on any team to score at a football game. If they do, you're going to get $100 in free bets. It's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game to get a bigger payout. I believe Derek got himself a bigger payout sure today because his hit. Uh, <laughs> the more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want all right let's go to johnny venerable johnny on the spot out in chicago at soldier field johnny how are you my man or can you can you feel your extremities (laughs) one second jv one second hold on johnny we can't hear you for the majority of the game no go no we can hear you now all right repeat what you just said can you hear me okay now yeah Oh, they're turning the lights off on me. No, uh, <laughs> thankfully I got to, I got to stay inside for the large majority of the game. So I, I'm going to be cold when I walk back to my hotel. But uh, outside of that, no, I, I was pretty comfortable. It's, it is a shit show. It is, is not good weather here. Uh, cold and rainy now, sub 40 degrees, but it feels colder than that. Uh, and, and thankfully the Cardinals didn't really let it get to them. All right, who did who all did you speak to before you came out here? Was it just Cliff or Cliff Kyler? What was kind of give us a rundown of what the big message was after this one? Cheerson, you know better than to, than to think Kyler comes out first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got this. I got to hear from Buda Baker, which this is a fun story. So his wife is expected to give birth any day now. Um, their 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 first child, I believe, together, which is going to be a baby girl, is due soon. So he came out first, and the reason for that is because Michael Bidwell allowed him to fly on his private jet because his private jet has Wi-Fi. So then if they had to turn the jet around and he'll take it home, he can come back quickly and be with his wife. The charter plane, for whatever reason, doesn't have Wi-Fi. So they got Buddha in there for a couple questions and then rushed him out. Yeah, that's a true story. The charter for the Cardinals does not have Wi-Fi. Michael Bidwell's private jet does. So Buddha was the first to speak with us, which that was a cool story. Uh, and thankfully, up until this point, his wife hasn't gone into labor yet, his, his girlfriend. Uh, and then we did hear from Cliff Kingsbury as well. And Cliff gave some, some notable comments, specifically you know, pertaining to his offense. He knew that the Cardinals would be limited in what they were able to do in the passing game. Kyler Murray with only 15 attempts today, completing 11. But I think really, at the end of the day, is the Cardinals were successful because they did not turn the ball over and they forced Andy Dalton into four interceptions. You know, the Bears, they moved the ball successfully. And a lot of people probably aren't going to talk about that after this game, but they had more yards, they had more plays, they were sloppy at times, but they were effective. Now the Cardinals, to their credit, weathered the storm, the defense forced those takeaways, and the offense largely converted, especially in the first half. But it was a probably a C-plus, B-minus level performance from a Cardinal team where if they're playing this game, without inclement weather, and they're playing their A game, this is this is like a 40-plus point victory by and large. But today, a little bit closer, given the elements. Big day for Buda Baker at an interception, a big win against a scoot out. That Bidwell jet and the fact that Bidwell is is a pilot as well, I feel like continuously comes in handy for the team. That's a great story, Johnny. Uh, appreciate that. Did you – you know, you give it, you give it a letter grade here, but – are you impressed that, considering the elements, though, with everything wet, slippery, yeah. Kyler Murray knocking off some rust, 
uh, all things considered, uh, it's still got to be an impressive performance, no? Yeah, in, in a weird way, the absence of Kyler in the last several weeks when the Cardinals were forced to become not a predominant running team, but developing a different identity with James Conner helped them today. You saw how physical James Conner was, especially, you know, run after the catch, that, that one-handed touchdown run. That element of physicality really helped them. Their offensive line, with what equates to two backup guards, and Max Garcia and Har- Harlow, I, f- I believe his name is, uh, on the left-hand side, filling in for Justin Pugh, who, by the way, looked good and uh, is aiming to, to come back next Monday. Um, they pushed around Chicago up front. I thought the pass protection was solid. And you, you said it, Cheerson, for a team, albeit off a of bye, to come out west, from out west, out east here to the Midwest, where the elements are about as bad as they come. I tweeted before the game, these are the worst elements that Kyler Murray has really ever had to endure, certainly at the NFL level, maybe at the collegiate level. And for them to put together this performance where they, they left no doubt, the Bears kind of hung around a little bit in the third quarter. My, my theory on that is the Cardinals dominated the first half and then kind of went into cruise control in the second half. They'll never say that because typically the Cardinals make tremendous second-half adjustments. They look like, especially with a lot of their tackling on David Montgomery, the offense stalling out in the second half, they look like, all right, guys, enough of this. Can we end this? But, you know, the officials, I don't know if you guys saw this too, there, there were a lot of flags, a lot of irregular flags. This game went on, by and large, a lot longer than it needed to. So I think at the end of the day, the Cardinals are number one, happy to get a win, happy to get Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins back implemented in their offense successfully. And then also, it also, I I don't think they suffered any significant injuries too. So you get this tune-up, which is what it was. It was a tune-up for the big showdown on Monday Night Football uh, a week from tomorrow against the LA Rams. Johnny, it looked like from the TV spot that the Chicago Bears fans still showed up for the game. It looked like it was a it was a pretty sold-out crowd. But the fans I care about is the Bird Game Travel Group, and you had a chance to hang out with them. How was that moment? What was it like? What was the tailgate like? Tell us a little bit about that. It was, it was fun. It was at one of the two, I think, fat-poor bars that they have here in Chicago. They do a tremendous job, Tyler and company, getting that set up. There were, I, I would say, 50-plus fans last night in a private setting with food and drinks. So if you haven't checked that out, be sure to check that out. And then I know they had a tailgate this morning at a different bar. I was responsible, though, and came right to the stadium to my do man. my job. <laughs> but last night, yes, they had drink tickets. They had food. It was, it was a good time. They actually, unfortunately, had to share the bar that they had pre-booked with uh, Michigan fans because it was a, a quote-unquote Michigan bar. And I, I know Tyler of Bergen Travel told me that when they when they booked that setting many months ago, Michigan and the bar owner didn't think they'd be in the Big, Big Ten championship game. <laughs> and they were like, the Cardinal fans, they were like, well, this is our spot. So it was a good time. And really, I was surprised. A lot of Cardinal fans in attendance, a lot of them had close seats. I think a lot, and I tweeted this out, a lot of Cardinal fans have Midwestern roots like my family, my father who grew up a St. Louis football Cardinal fan. This is a game they circle on their calendar every three years to be able to come out and support their team, hopefully in driving distance. And I think if you're Michael Bidwell and Steve Kime, who are kind of making their way on the sidelines, shaking hands, meeting fans, you were encouraged by the amount of people that traveled to this game. For all the hoopla that Cardinal fans get, and sometimes deservedly so, about selling their tickets at State Farm Stadium, on the road, they showed out today. And it was an impressive performance by the Cardinals, especially in the first half, to weather the storm figuratively and literally, and to come out to that fast 14-0 start and really put in the cruise control after that. All right, Johnny, I got one more quick question for you, and then we'll let you go get into warmer weather, warmer weather conditions. Um, When you mentioned the win after the bye, so Cliff Kingsbury 0-2 before today after the bye, and so did anybody ask him about kind of getting that monkey off of his back? He, you know, made an effort as far back as the off season to be able to be prepared for the bye week and what was to come afterwards and make adjustments and see what other teams were doing. Um, and, you know, they were able to come out and get that first win after the bye in the Kingsbury era. So did anybody mention that in the post game? Yeah. And, and he downplayed it, of course, gave all his credit to his uh, surrounding coaches and, and his team. I just, you just get the vibe. This team is different this year. 
I asked a follow-up question pertaining to that about being 7-0 and on the road, every margin of victory, double digits uh, in, in impressive fashion, in near-dominant fashion. Any significance to that? He said no. But he said, of course, he flipped it on the other end, Chirsten, and he said, but we're not a very good home team right now, so we yeah. need to harness whatever we're doing right now on the road and bring that back home. It's, it's funny. You may not think of it because it's, it's been so long, but if they were to lose to the L.A. Rams next, next Monday night, that will be three straight home losses, the Packers, the, the Panthers, and then the L.A. Rams. So that's where his mindset is, rightfully so. He's downplaying all the success right now. He didn't really get into the nitty-gritty as to what's changed. I just think better players, more leaders, right? Third year in the system. Third year doing this. You think about a refinement to your schedule and your process as a head coach. And for him to come this far, their preparation right now at 10-2 and two is second to none in the NFL. And, and he's, a, he's in a good place as the head coach. I'm glad you asked him about 7-0 and and not 8-0. and So... Yes, thank you for correcting me. I would have asked them the wrong one. I'm excited. I, I just I just want them to have an undefeated record on the on the road this year so we can write and talk about that. So I was like, eight no, eight no. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just messing with you, Johnny. All right, great job as always. We appreciate you. Now go get warm. See you guys. That was Johnny on the spot. Now let's move into our crystal ball segment. Cardinals get a win today, but as he mentioned, a big test, a home game against the L.A. Rams on Monday Night Football. So what does today's win mean for the team moving forward? I'll say that it at least means that Kyler Murray is back, uh, D-Hop is back, and that they had a chance to like get back into the groove before one of their most critical games of the regular season. Right. So at this point, I would be a little bit more concerned if they were coming back in that game, if that was the game that they were returning in. And I, I imagine with their injuries that that was the target, that no matter what, even if they had to give them this week off, <laughs> that they would have gotten them back by next week. But I think that this week was important to get them just back into football, back into playing against uh, you know uh, an opposing team. And I think that that is critical to what's going to come next week. Super confident right now. Like the health – Part about it is on. I mean, that's off the table now because they're all back healthy that we know of. They'll have an extra day or two because they're playing on a Monday night, so that'll give them a couple of days more to get healthier. They don't have to, you know, practice typically is only about three days out of the week anyway. But and since you got a couple extra days, that's going to help. Um, but the confidence of really having a chance to see that this is the team outside of JJ. This is the team we were supposed to be. With all these pieces that we have, we have all our pieces back for the most part, and everyone's there. This is what now the next four or five games, what can we really do? What, how, how, what, what's our standard and how far that standard could really be pushed? And Christian said he said we have our own standard. I don't even know what that is because at the time <laughs> they were still scoring 30 <laughs> points a game, which today they still put up another 30-pointer. Right. They haven't put up a 40-pointer yet. I don't think so. Am I wrong? I don't think they have put up a 40-pointer this year. No. But see, then that's old. And the sky's still the limit. That that 40-burger still eludes them. And the sky is still the limit with this team right now. And so that, to me, I think that is uh, it's where they are right now. Super confident. This team should be getting ready for the Rams. Another good situation. Um, they have a little more time. And to me, when you can see all your pieces on the table, it just makes you feel that much better because you know, as a coach, you're not limited in your playbook. And we've seen this coach, Cliff and, and Lance as well, adjust extremely well throughout the season and make the adjustments with whoever whoever's available to go out and play with. And they've done a very good job with that. And to be in the position we are right now, I mean, to me, I would just be super confident because I know that we can only be we can only get better. We can't get worse. We keep saying that this team is special, that this team is built different, but they still have to go out there each week and prove it to us. And they so do. after coming out after the bye, playing a, a, a cold weather game in rainy, sloppy conditions and getting Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, your two best players back on offense after a lengthy hiatus. Um, you know, I think we still had some some things that were up in the air. Is this is this a great team that hasn't moved past their, their woes from last season and was going to get to the second half of the season out of the bye, and all of a sudden we were going to see weird performances, uncharacteristic performances again? 
Well, I think this was just one of those other statement wins. I know it's the Chicago Bears, but all things considered, it was one of those wins where they proved who we thought that they were, <laughs> and they pro- they've proved that they, they are a special team. Yeah. And they, I think wins like this shows them. It solidifies to them that they're right about who they think they are. Yeah, The, the thing Isaiah Simmons said before this game, and I brought it up on the tailgate show, but about the concept of taking teams like the Bears lightly, and, and he was saying, looking around at his teammates and their preparation, that he didn't feel like they did that at all at any point, right? Which is why I think, yeah, they've struggled. That Panthers game looked really bad. But I think when you look at this team, their consistency is because they prepare each and every week for their opponent. I'm not worried about their preparation for the Rams game. I'm almost just maybe worried about over-preparing, I guess, because they've done such a good job this season that there's nothing to really – change or deviate away from just be ready and like you said take the extra rest so that their you know bodies are ready and and they're healthy they don't let a poor play or a poor performance at any point define who they are they move past it and and they take care of business and i love that about this team johnny mentioned and we are mentioning now we're looking ahead to this big monday night football game and we're going to do it in the right way. We've got a block yes. party going out at Westgate from 3 to 6. Once again, teaming up with Bird Gang Travel Club and the Lola. Join uh, us. We're expecting around 500 people to be out there. So from 3 to 6 p.m., this is what you're going to get if you go to birdgangtravelclub.com and purchase your tickets now. Uh, during that time period, three hours of all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-drink. And I mean all you can eat and all you can drink. Yeah, it's good food. I'm not joking. <laughs> and it's yeah, really good food it's really and good it's whatever food. you want to drink. I, I can attest to the fact they leave the guacamole completely unattended. You can have as much <laughs> of it as you want and they'll just bring more out. It's so, great. Yeah. They keep serving you. It's uh it's it's <laughs> it's fabulous. There's the, no limit on that, the drinks, there's nope. no limit on the food. The atmosphere, like, the music, the, yeah, the sound, the quality, DJ. where it's at. We're doing giveaways. Uh come hang with us. We're gonna be around. It's fly. It's fly like that 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 little that little cove of area just feels like you're in Vegas a little bit. Yeah. And it has the ability to make you feel like that. So what you need to come on out. Let's have a party. <laughs> get it going. Even if you're not inside the actual place, you could just be on the outside still jamming and getting it in. Well, it's and a whole block party now. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, so oh, it's going to be in and out. Yeah, last oh, yeah. time. So we're, we're taking over. Oh, we're Jesus. taking over like an entire area. So last time it was just inside the Lola. Oh, now it's yeah. a whole. We're, we're Yeah, we're, it's much, much, much bigger this time. Grab a friend. Yeah. Bring some people. That's right. Tailgate with us. Hang out with bring us. Bring out even. to us the Lola, man. It's going to be pretty fabulous. Be there signing autographs, taking pictures, having a great time. Do not sell your tickets. Like Johnny always says, don't sell your tickets. Come ready to party. But come ready to support your team because it's going to be pretty fabulous. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. All right, let's move into our third quarter of the postgame show, which includes cheers to you. And I got to say a big time. Oh, we've got drinks. So we got drinks. Guys, cheers. let's hold up a glass and uh, toast cheers. to Cliff Kingsbury and his yes. awesome yes. hat that he was wearing today. A 1920 yes. homage to the year the Cardinals officially joined the NFL as the Chicago Cardinals. So it was very fitting that very he funny. wore it in Chicago. And I'm I appreciate subtleness. And this is such a subtle. Yeah, because he don't wear hats. Does he not? No, he doesn't. Well, he's too handsome like he... of a man to wear. Oh, Look at how handsome he don't wear like that he... is right there. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen him wear a hat before. That's <laughs> why I'm like, his hair? everything you're saying about it is to be cheers because it is in Chicago. It's 1920. It's a dope hat. I don't, I don't ever see him wear a hat. Yeah. I, just, I think it might be the first time I've ever seen him wear a hat. It does have the Cardinals logo on the side, uh, which yeah. I really like about it. But I mean, yeah, this is like a. This is like a where can I buy this hat immediate kind of feeling when I saw him wearing this. It took me a second to like put it all together. Like I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like that's when the Cardinals became a team. I'm like, as the Chicago Cardinals and they're in Chicago. She had this whole, (laughs) it was, it was a whole Carmen Sandiego moment. Yeah, it was pretty great. So cheers to you, Cliff Kingsbury, for uh, for just an, an awesome hat. I yeah. really appreciated it. And uh, a lot of the folks on Twitter asking where they can get that hat. Frank, you have the hat. Mm-hmm. I do have the hat. Um, I think we were celebrating the 100 years of the NFL oh. and a couple of years back or a year back. And then um, I ended up getting that hat because it was something about, you know, when every team, so they was looking for every team mm. and every team during that time for the 100 years of the, of the NFL Whatever year you became a part of the NFL, oh, they made a hat. hat for you. Oh. 
And so some teams didn't all have 1920s, but the Cardinals yeah. being one of the oldest franchises did. And I was I was privy to get one at that time. Is it a snapback? It's a snapback. Okay. All right. It's, it's, it's exactly it's exactly like that. It's okay. literally the same exactly one with the, the Cardinals logo on the side. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Oh, I believe I'm so, so jealous. So but, uh, welcome back to the <laughs> back Saul. No, Saul. Saul's uh, acting like he never left. Yeah. Okay, no, we all no. know you freaking left yeah, us, Saul. Thank you. So thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more. I will say, Saul, I don't know. Uh, I don't think you were joining us at the time. Um, I do not like scotch, and this is great stuff. She likes so I scotch. might have like a new drink here. Yeah. This is fantastic stuff. I don't want to put the top on if you want me to top you off. Is this super expensive? <laughs> uh, we don't know right now. What's well, 100 bucks? So <laughs> we gotta, oh, my God. I'm so good, Frank. I'm oh, good. Okay. I don't even have ice in this thing. There's like a there's a good amount of alcohol left in this. All right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> well, just cheers to the Cardinals in the big yeah, Cheers to that hat. Uh, yeah, cheers, cheers to the to hat, hat. cheers to the Cardinals victory, uh, cheers to me day drinking, which I'm which I'm awful at, so, but I'm doing it for you guys. <laughs> She's going to be asleep in like 45 yeah. minutes. Oh my goodness. Look, you giving cheers to my man, you know what I'm doing for him on Tuesday. Getting a tattoo. Yeah. Well, we've got, why don't we promote that as well while Let's we're here? Let's go. On Tuesday, we're going to have a awesome show, the one where Frank gets a K2 tattoo for Cliff Kingsbury live on the show. That is December 7th at 6 p.m. Tune in. Don't miss it. You got to watch it live. Interact with Frank as he's getting a tattoo. Uh, this is awesome stuff. Where are you I, getting I, it? It's, Do you know yet? Probably on his ankle, right? No, I don't know. I'm, I, it needs to be seen. I'm, I'm, I have my first tattoo right here, so I'm yeah. not a virgin. Um, but I'm thinking somewhere, um, somewhere arm? needs to be seen. Yeah, I on think on my now. left okay. arm, somewhere on my left arm, because my first tattoo is on my right side. So I think my le- the, this one or about, m- probably be here. And something to be seen. I probably might put it on the inside part of my arm, and I think I'm going to put your initials, CS, and JV's <laughs> initial as well. <laughs> That's the goal. Just, and then PHNX is definitely going to be at the bottom. Oh, yeah, the little okay. PHNX well, is at the bottom. You have to have adding, the logo. adding a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. But Top Rocker Tattoo is going to come out to the studio. We appreciate yep. them. They're also hooking you guys up. If you're in the market for a tattoo, use the code PHNX at toprocker.com uh, or Give them a call or go in. So at Top Rocker, uh, you're going to get 10% off your next tattoo. So there you go. Uh, they're hooking us up. And they're also hooking salt. you up as well. I might go in and get a, get one myself. There you go. Yeah, Let's go. There you go. The K2 tattoo is important because, remember, initially we had the conversation at the beginning of the season that it was we probably not what we were going to. If the Cardinals had done something pretty special, then we would get it. I said I would get a tattoo because I, if I see Cliff make the adjustments and change as a coach, and he's only done that. I mean, just from game plan wise, scheme wise, and also just his demeanor, and like 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 JV said in the post game show, he just said he just re, he's refined himself in a position where he understands what it's like to be an NFL head coach. He's not concerned about his past of what his past failures were. He's he's taken ownership of the team. He's taken ownership of his position and his offense, and the players that Steve Kime and Michael Bidwell presented to him, and he's done a fabulous job with that. So then after the San Francisco 49ers game which I definitely didn't think we were going to walk away with a win. And we got a win. And it it ended up being something where I said, I'll get a tattoo on Tuesday if he he gets a win. And as soon as we got a win. Mm -hmm. The planning started. But the idea started happening now. Every day since then, Frank has talked about getting this tattoo, and it is finally happening. I'm excited about it. (laughs) All right, let's move into our fourth quarter final drive presented by Bird Gang Travel. Our friends of Redbird Gang Travel, which we appreciate, and, and Johnny got to hang out with this weekend. Mm. Guys, final thoughts on this game? Anything that we did not already talk about? I will say that uh, overall, I think it was an impressive win. I know, like once we, w- what we said earlier, the score might not show it as being a big of a as big of a blowout as it was, but it felt like even the points that the Bears scored were kind of meaningless at times, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, aside from making sure that they covered the spread, which I needed them to do. Uh, but the the thing about the Cardinals is that they defensively, they just seem so locked in right now. And I think that that's going to be the most important thing going forward. I know Kyler and the offense can get the job done. I just still have questions at time about the defense and, you know, secondary, what they're going to do. That Panthers game, you know, disturbed me. Uh, and so again, I just want to see how they can recover and how they can get better between now and, and the postseason. Uh, great win. Great moment to 
look forward to the next phase and the next step where we really want to get to. Like, you know, you got to win. You win against the Rams. It shows that, you know, you've already won the division. So you put yourself automatically in the playoff position. So you have that door. You've already established that. But then there's other goals that these guys have, individual goals. Zach Ertz came from 100 and some catches. Now he's probably to here. He's probably want to finish over 50 to 40 catches. Everyone has their own goals that they want to keep achieving. And so right now, to me, I see this team has, they have that drive and that desire. A little notation I really think is pushing this team and driving these guys and a little, a little bit is J.J. Watt. Yeah. I think to see him come back and to want to be able to put themselves in a the position. And when they're out on the practice field and he's off to the side mm-hmm. running sprints and trying to make a comeback Man. after after everybody right. thought that he wasn't going to be able to come back. I think yeah. those little things right there are nuggets on why this team is doing what they're doing. And that to me is something that says this. That's why we keep saying this team is special because – they have enough guys in the places. We have a bunch of talent. And this is probably Tristan and JV said it, and I didn't believe it. This is one of the best teams ever assembled across the board, talent-wise, athletically, um, mentally, and just uh internally, soul-wise. Like they're just not greedy divas. They're they, these guys are pro bowlers. We got Super Bowl champions on our team. We got guys in positions that can make plays. And my my opinion right now is that this is this is a good time just to continually chase these guys' goals and and look at each other where they can where they can be still taking it one game at a time. It stems from what you said earlier though. It really stems from leadership, I feel yeah. like, right? It stems from the leadership of the players, it stems from uh, you know, Cliff stepping up and being more of a leader for the team. Uh, it just feels like they are all on the same page and everything you said right now sounds like leadership, confidence, yep. you know, knowing your roles, everything that this team has been able to do this season has been because of that leadership. And I, I, I think that J.J. Watt is a huge leader. Whether he's injured or not, he's going to continue to be he's a huge continue. for yep. this team. It's pretty special. You know what this game was missing? What? There's one thing it was missing. Cliff Kingsbury standing up on the podium and saying, the Bears were who we thought they were, <laughs> and we did not let <laughs> them off, off the hook. <laughs> and then just drops the mic, awesome. kicks over the podium, <laughs> yeah. high fives some dude on the way out of the room, and then just Listen, leaves. Listen, if you don't say it in the, in the post-game press conference, say it in the dang locker room. Would that not know. be yeah. amazing? And then all the yeah. guys, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would be so here for that. I'd, I'd run through a brick wall for that, man. That was some stuff that he probably said that just was on, on point. But, yeah, that was uh, that would have been a hell of a, a mic drop to walk off. Um. He, he already has the homage to the 1920 Chicago Cardinals. If he were to just yeah. cap it off with mm-hmm. that quote, yeah. oh, my goodness. Chef's kiss. I might have to be along with you with the K2 tattoo look, at that point. I'm telling you, look, the K2 tattoo is going to be pretty special. I think once y'all see it. And it's designed. I think we all should probably just consider getting one. Yeah. It doesn't have to be five inches or seven inches or twelve inches. It could be like a two and a half, one inch to two and a half inches in, in length. And or then you, it be could be your special. entire back. Either way. <laughs> yeah, it could either be way, somebody's way, entire back way. or their right or their face. Oh, right, your face. Yeah, right, or your neck, a neck tattoo or something like that. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, we appreciate you guys joining us for Peter. another. Well, the first. Perch post game show. Yeah, the perch. So we we've been working on some new segments and some new branding things. So let us know what you guys think about it. But we appreciate you joining us. The Cardinals remain undefeated on the road with a victory in Chicago. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Cheers.